Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Thursday of the second week of Lent. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a barren bush in the desert that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted besides the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. More torturous than all else is the human heart. Beyond remedy, who can understand it? I, the Lord, alone, probe the mind and test the heart, to reward everyone according to his ways, according to the merit of his deeds. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Blessed the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father. Send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Lord Jesus Christ. It is often said that a leper doesn't change his spots. We find a clear example of that in today's gospel parable of the rich man and Lazarus. We are not told how the rich man made his fortune, but we can imagine what his days are like. 
Perhaps he is a merchant, a landowner, or the proprietor of a productive farm. He makes lots of deals and nurtures relationships with suppliers, customers, and workers. He invests his wealth and gets richer. There are not enough hours in the day to tend to all, his, all of his concerns. He notices Lazarus, the man on his doorstep, not at all. Lazarus couldn't make him money, and so he isn't worth the, worth the time. And there isn't much time for God either, at least not now. Maybe someday, when he is all that he wants out of life. But that someday will never come. It never does. Death comes, however, right on schedule. There is no more luxury for the rich man. Instead of pleasure, there is only pain. But the leper doesn't change his spots. And so who does he ask for help? He goes right back into merchant mode. Abraham, what can you do for me? Can't you persuade Lazarus to give me a hand? I'll make it worth his while. Notice, however, who the rich man never dares to address, or maybe never even thinks to address. The Lord. The conversation he never has with God in life would continue unspoken in death. It's tough to talk to somebody who is no more than a concept in your mind or a character in a scriptural tale. The rich man doesn't talk to God because he doesn't know God. So many days I find myself deciding who I need to speak to or visit, or what emails or texts I need to send. But what I've tried to be more aware of is the conversations I'm having or not having with the Lord. Considering he and his angels are always in my presence, I should probably keep the conversation flowing, because no matter where I am, what I'm doing, or what is happening, he is there. Fortunately, at the moment, my spots are still developing. But habits formed now will suddenly become eternal. And in eternity, it's all about who you know, or better said, who you knew. For blessed are they who hope in the Lord. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me. <laughs>